Okay, so Facebook is coming back online. There we are here on a Friday evening. Okay, sorry about that. So, now that we have officially begun the proceedings, let us go ahead and get this thing started. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time. I'm your host, Buck Rising. Proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is the website. I was hanging out at the Gary Ashton tailgate today, the last Gary Ashton tailgate of the season. We had a great time. You can go check out my man, the official realtor of the Titans, the Preds, Nashville, SC, and Topgolf, Gary Ashton. You go find out more about the Guaranteed Local Offer Program, Don't Sell Without the Intel, and Your Dream Address Without the Stress. They take care of all of those things at GaryAshton.com. Tame the Beast, GetBeast.com. My Game Day Attire is uh, not my game day attire, my game day uh, smell and vibe and look and feel is provided by our friends at Tame the Beast. Shaving uh, gel that I used to shave my neck before I came to the game. Hard hair clay that I put in my hair to make sure that my hair stays upright. And all of their fantastic products that you can find out more about at GetBeast.com. Let us go to off the top. Let us ask you the first question of the evening, what was the biggest lesson you learned in the Titans' loss to the Saints? Because, as you well know at this point, this game uh, had very little to do with your uh, with your playoff uh, your playoff implications. They, it would it would have been a nice feather in your cap to win. It could have potentially gotten you past uh, nine wins on the season if all had gone accordingly. If things go accordingly now, you will for the fourth for the fourth uh, season consecutively uh, finish nine and seven. So that is interesting to me. Uh, so I'm asking you guys on Facebook Live and on Periscope, what did you learn about the Titans today? Buck with the drip says Jose. Yeah, good to see you. Saints barely beat an eight and six team says Zach. Actually, an eight and six team almost beat the Saints. I don't. I wouldn't crush the Saints for that. I thought. I thought the Titans. Uh, up to a point, played pretty well. Asking you guys on Facebook Live and on Periscope, what did you learn about the Titans today? Please weigh in in the comments section. We will get to many of your comments uh, as they are streaming in fast and furiously here in just a moment. With all the injuries, Jose says, not bad. Uh, Lesson learned is Nashville needs to come to a darn game. We sell too many tickets to the enemy. That's from Bradley on Facebook. We went from good to eight and eight, says Joseph. Uh, we will see what happens. You are you're eight and seven. You are not yet eight and eight. We will see what happens next week in Houston. Roberson with the eyeball emoji says Kyle. Yeah, talk to uh, talk to Derek Roberson today. Two and a half sacks in a big spot. Uh, he was good in terms of getting the pass rush uh, together. We learned even more uh, how PK is petty. Uh, I I don't know what I don't know what Paul did today. Paul's Paul's been relatively well behaved as far as I know, unless he did something on the periscope just down the hall when he was in here earlier. Uh, I learned Tajay Sharp needs to be on the team next year. Says Nardo. Game uh, game time changer. Says Zach. Jerome Boger and crew is horrible. Says Will Dotson Jr. Yeah, let's. If there's anything, and I'll give you my, uh, Paul's mad about Henry resting, or about resting Henry. Why? Uh, today, today didn't matter. Paul, <laughs> we'll talk about that later on. I, I promise we'll get to that in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. I, let's talk quickly about the officiating. I'll give you my thing that I learned today, but let's quickly talk about the officiating today. Number one 
first and foremost, is they were awfully, awfully quick on the trigger when it came to those whistles. That's the biggest thing. That's the well, not that's not the biggest thing. Obviously, the the no call on Khalif Raymond at the end of that game that ended up turning the tide in the favor of the Saints when you have a fumble that is recovered, a defenseless receiver that is clearly just clocked uh, and doesn't get the call uh, in a way that's kind of confusing because any any kind any kind of that anytime that kind of contact is made, it's almost instinctual for a ref to throw a flag. So this time, uh, the Saints. Rather than getting jilted by a bad call, uh, were the benefit benefactors of a bad call. Except this, you know, this one's not sending them to the, sending them to the Super Bowl. This one's just getting them further uh, and a better record. And now at twelve and three, Jerome Boger and his crew to miss that call. And this is something that could be talked about in many other NFL games throughout the course of the year. But the defenseless receiver part, because the play continues. Right, you have Khalif Raymond in concussion protocol. Mike Vrabel didn't say that, but the Khalif Raymond is in the concussion protocol because we couldn't speak to him after the after the game today in the locker room. Khalif Raymond is just laying there lifeless on the field, and the play, and the refs are allowing the play to continue. It there's so many things wrong with that picture outside of the fact that a non-call is going to help decide a game. I don't know for certain if he was knocked out. We asked Mike Vrabel that. Mike wouldn't confirm. But for the for the for the idea that there is a dude lying face down on the turf and they're just allowing the play to continue around him, like the violence continues around him because they're not going to call the play dead because they missed a call. What? There's some dude just face down on the turf, and we're going to worry about the fumble recovery. Like that's uh, that's uh, that's that goes so far beyond officiating. That's just so dumb, uh, and that's something that would only occur in football. New Orleans fans eat Waffle House sober, says Kevin Tubbs on Facebook. Rodney Harrison called it a clean hit on TV, says MTL Titan. Rodney Harrison's one of the dirtiest people in professional football ever, like ever. Rodney Harrison, <laughs> I, I harbor no ill will towards Rodney Harrison, but if I'm going to go in terms of commentary, in terms of legality of things, it's not to be good. It's not going to be to a former Patriot, and it's sure as hell not going to be to one of the dirtiest players in the sport when he was playing, Rodney Harrison. What? No, get the hell out of here, Rodney Harrison. Clean hit. That's absolute crap. Here on Facebook Live and on Periscope, I'm asking you guys though what you learned about the hit or about the hit about the game today. What did you learn about the Titans? In a loss today, we did get the two worst announcers on TV. Says Dusto. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have. You know, I don't. I don't get to hear the commentary. I'm just in the press box watching the game. Deion Lewis stealing money. Says uh, D Forster, 31 on Facebook. Let's. Uh, let's. I'll give you my thing that I learned here in just a second. Right at, and I want more of your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Continue to get in there with what you learned about the Titans in a loss today. I'll tell you mine right after I remind you about my friends at Tame the Beast. GetBeast.com is the website. Christmas is literally this week, guys. I did my Christmas on Saturday because they have practice on Tuesday uh, here. They're doing us a solid. They're giving us Christmas Day off, which is normally a practice day. But Tuesday, we're going to have practice. And I know that Christmas is right around the corner. And I know that if you have not done any last-minute shopping, or if you still have last-minute shopping to do, you can go to GetBeast.com. You can use the promo code 
ATOZ. You can get 20% off on all of their fantastic products like shower, uh, like the, 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 the shower, the body wash, uh, the, the hair product, the shaving products, the candles, the beast box that has a variety of different things combined into a variety of different selections of Beast Box. The damn box even roars at you. GetBeast.com is the website. The promo code is ATOZ for 20% off your online order, uh, courtesy of our friends at Tame the Beast, who present our Beast of the Week feature that we will do on Monday night. D Forster wants to know, do you sleep at the stadium? No. Uh, I get a lot of work done in the time between because I'm, you know, I'm hanging out here writing. We do locker room that goes on until like five or six, and then I've got uh, a couple hours to kill. So I, you know, I'll book the podcast. I'll put on Sunday Night Football. I'll hang out on the press box until it's time to talk to you guys. So you're welcome, Forster. Uh, we need Butler and Jackson. Says Scott. Did Vrabel buy the Beast Box too? No, Vrabel shaved his mustache, which is something uh, that I noticed on Friday. And I was kind of disoriented by it, and I had forgotten until I went into the press conference today, and Mike Vrabel didn't have a mustache. Uh, but I want to tell you guys what I learned about the Titans uh, in today's loss. I'm asking you guys, continue to stream in on Facebook Live and on Periscope with your responses. But I want to know, uh, or I'm going to tell you guys what I learned about the Titans in a loss today. Because the, the game was the game's fairly meaningless. Like, it helped. It, it would have helped you marginally if you win. Like, all of all the tiebreakers... And all the things like it would have been a good thing if you if you'd have won, and it would have been it was honestly impressive to see them hang around. Uh, but the sacks, five sacks of Tannehill today, uh, a couple of them on Tannehill for holding the ball, a couple of them on Lawan for miscommunicating. We talked about that with Lawan after the game today. He's been playing pretty well, and today gave up uh, for sure two uh, pretty egregious sacks. But the biggest lesson that I learned today is that when they're right. They can beat anyone. I just feel like injuries are going to be the downfall of this year's Tennessee Titans team. Think about it this way. They had remained remarkably healthy all throughout the course of the bulk of the season. And now we get into week 14 and 15 and 16, and Derrick Henry is missing time because he needs to rest. And Corey Davis today gets a concussion, and Khalif Raymond also, or excuse me, we don't know that Corey Davis for sure has a concussion. I should not have said that. We know for sure, though, that he is in the concussion protocol. Khalif Raymond as well. Your secondary is shot to hell because Malcolm Butler is on IR, and Adoree Jackson, whether it's for rest, like they were doing with uh, Derrick Henry and Jeffrey Simmons today, or if it's because this foot thing is legitimately bothering him, Adoree Jackson, not available to you to this point. Injuries are going to be the downfall of this team. If I can pinpoint anything, it's that. Because what I saw today is I saw Ryan Tannehill go toe-to-toe with Drew Brees and almost pull it off despite not having one of the best running backs in the sport, despite not having a defense that could help make a stop. Uh, is Corey Davis really a loss as Titans for life? Do you see what he was doing today? When he was getting targets, he's carrying your passing game. <laughs> what? Is Corey Davis really a loss? Got a got a dumbassery is that, Titans for like, you know, it's a dumb comment. Stop that. Is Corey Davis a loss? You see what Corey Davis does when they actually throw him the ball? He makes big plays. There's just not a lot of volume. Dumbass. Uh, not you personally, Titans for life. I'm not calling you a dumbass. I'm saying that you are behaving, uh, or you are displaying the behavior of a dumbass. <laughs> if you think that Corey Davis... Doesn't matter. Just because this isn't a high-volume passing offense doesn't mean that the dude's not a good player and doesn't mean that you uh, don't benefit from not having him. 
That's just how I feel about it. Have you seen him this year? Yeah, I've seen. Wait, again, they see to come back at me with a with another dumb answer. Namaste. Ten deep breaths, twenty short ones. Whatever makes it makes it easier for me. Have I seen him this year, dog? I have seen every snap over and over again, sometimes three times through, <laughs> of Titans football throughout the year. I'm the one sitting through every, I can't change the channel. You guys at home can change the channel if they suck. I got to watch every snap. What in the world are you talking about? Have you seen him this year? Stop this. Titans for life, man. You are you are no longer, you are uh, no, no more comments read from Titans for life for the evening. That's just dumb. <laughs> Why would you think the secondary will improve so much because Adoree Jackson is back? Because it sucked without him and because you can't blitz Logan Ryan. Uh, Jorge, who's asking why I think the uh, the secondary will be better. Logan Ryan in coverage helps you. Logan Ryan as a blitzer helps you. You cannot blitz Logan Ryan if Adoree Jackson and Malcolm Butler are not out there. That's how it goes. Also, Adoree, since they took him off punt returns, pretty solid corner. Been doing pretty well. The secondary's been bad all season. Check PFF. PFF is garbage. Pro football focus is garbage, um, and I am not, you know, I'm not an anti-analytics person. In fact, I believe that they should have a designated analytics staff here. I also know that a bunch of PFF people are interns that they hire during the football season because they can't watch all the games and the grades are immediate. PFF, stop this. Come on. You guys, you guys are better than this. I know. (laughs) Cute microphone, says Sasha. Thank you. I like my microphone. Uh, I need to stop yelling into it. Yo, Greg, uh, Greg did go under the radar a bit. Yeah, Greg the leg. Greg, uh. Uh, Greg Joseph, the uh, the Titans kicker, kicked uh, made all of his uh, made all of his field goals, or excuse me, all of his extra points today. Did not have to attempt a field goal, so Greg Joseph survives for now. Greg the leg, uh, the Titans, one of many Titans kickers that has cycled through uh, Nashville this season. Want to get to the headline grab? Want to know what's better, PFT or PFF? Says Jimmy Morris. Jimmy Jim, Jimmy knows how I feel about pro football talk and the way that they just write, just egregiously, again, it's because I don't write enough and it's because it's the first time that's happened to me because, you know, I'm writing, I'm, I'm not writing that often. It's <laughs> So I get upset when I do something good and it gets aggregated, it gets a bunch of traction and PFF just rips it off. Regardless, headline grab. That's a great, what, what a great transition to do so. Headline grab here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. What will lead, what Titans topic will lead sports talk on Monday morning here in Nashville and across the country because they will be talking about the Titans making the playoffs in Week 17. Another win-and-in situation. What will be the the leading Titans topic on Facebook Live and on Periscope? Please weigh in on A to Z Sports Prime Time. You know how we do the headline grab. It is the headline that will lead Sports Talk Conversation uh, all all tomorrow. We get to talk about it right here, right now with you, because we're the first ones who get a crack at it after the Titans game. Thus, I'm still sitting in the stadium where your team lost not so long ago. Win and they're in. The fourth attempt for 9-7, and seven, says K. Robbie XC. You also told me the Colts were much better than the Titans earlier, too. Wrong again. Uh, they were much better earlier, before all their wide receivers got hurt, and then they weren't. Things change. Who are you arguing with? And I made the mistake. I Ron Burgundy did. I told you no more comments, and then I read your comments. See, I can't. <laughs> I, 
can't help it. I just read the comments. Uh, this is easy. Win and we're in, says Caleb. Titans control their destiny, says Ballin. Uh, they were, says Jorge. I'm not sure what, what, who they were or what they were. Will Hendry be 100%, says Smith Cameron. Brandon Roberts says Michael Thomas, too much for the Titans. Todd Chester said it's win or go home. Puka says Titans still alive. I'm going to give you my headline here on A to Z Sports Primetime momentarily, right after I tell you that if you are in the market for sporting event or concert tickets, you go to TennesseeTickets.com, you use the promo code AZ10, you get a discount on your tickets, and you go to TennesseeTickets.com in the first place because there's no hidden fees. Check them out. They do right by you. Preds games on the horizon. Lots of things going on in Middle Tennessee sports and event-wise, Tennessee Tickets. Dot com. My uh, headline here on A to Z Sports Primetime, we're doing the headline grab, the thing that you believe will lead sports talk conversation on Monday as it relates to the Titans. My headline is, what's a week worth? What is a week worth? A week off for Derrick Henry. What is a week worth to the health of Derrick Henry, to the hamstring of Derrick Henry, because everything now revolves in Week 17 around whether Derrick Henry can play or not. What is a week worth is he- my headline here on A to Z Sports Primetime, talking about what will lead. Uh, how long have you been working on that? Eh, maybe maybe like 20 minutes before I walked in here. <laughs> not bad. I had to think of something. What's a week worth? Winning you're in. That is kind of perfect, says Dusto. Uh, Titans have lost seven, seven out of eight. With the last, uh, with Booger's, not Booger, Boger's crew. Um, so what is a week worth to Derrick Henry? Does a week make a difference for a hammy, asked Steph. I don't know that. I don't know the severity of the hamstring. I know that Derrick Henry did more at practice that, this week than he has in the past week. Uh, and I know that they thought that they would benefit by not having Derrick Henry play this game today. Nor would, uh, nor did Jeffrey Simmons play. Obviously, Adoree Jackson didn't play. Uh, Adam Humphreys did not play. What is a week worth to Derrick Henry's hamstring? Is that enough to get them over the hump with him health-wise? He's not going to be 100% the rest of the season. I think if you can get 80% out of him, you almost beat. I mean, you, you did well in handle in in trying to mitigate the absence of Derrick Henry's ability to run game both weeks because you had AJ Brown going for a carry, you had Jonu Smith going for a carry the week before, and you found ways to creatively mitigate the fact that Derrick Henry's not in there. But how how much does a week actually help them? Like, is it making this big of a difference? Uh, difference. Lawan is garbage. Next, says Rick Bates. Hi, Buck. Merry Christmas to you. Titans by 12, uh, says John Nicholas. Thank you, John. Uh, Dawkins was knocking heads, says Steph. Arthur did well at times. John, who in, in at halfback, was awesome. Hammond... Uh, awesome. Ham and eggs, baby. Uh, hashtag tighten up, says Nick. DH22 is going to eat prime rib on Xmas and get ready to crush Houston because it will cure his hammy, says Bradley. Yeah, what's a week worth? That is my headline here on A to Z Sports Primetime. The headline grab, the thing that we do at the uh, on, on every Monday night, talking about what will lead sports talk tomorrow morning. Everybody else got to wait for tomorrow morning to talk about the game. We're here with you 8 p.m. Central Time on Sunday night, Sunday to Thursday night here on Primetime. We get the first crack at it. Uh, Want to get to more of your comments. What is your headline here on the show? A to Z Sports Primetime. What is your headline as we sit here talking about uh, the Titans game, the Titans 10-point loss to the Saints earlier this evening? Let's get to some of your headlines 
here on the show. Uh, I think uh, Lawan is a Pro Bowl player, says Tig. Lawan is not eligible for the Pro Bowl uh, this year because of the PED suspension. So Lawan is not, in fact, a Pro Bowl player this year. Three times previous, not this year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jay Hamp says Michael Thomas dominates. Uh, I th- uh, what up, Buck, says Scott. What's up, Scott? Tommy, or excuse me, Timmy, if Houston rests players, not, why not rest Henry too? Uh, the Ravens, that's what will lead sports talk tomorrow. Everyone knows this, LOL. Stefani says a week was worth feeling 80% over 60% in his confidence to make big moves. Buck for President 2020 is my headline, says Kevin. Uh, Nick says appreciate you being here Sunday night. I appreciate you uh, joining us on Sunday night. Will Houston rest their starters, says Brandon. Think about this, okay, as we do the headline grab here on A to Z Sports Primetime. The Titans, according to Sportsline, our friend Alan Bell over at Sportsline for CBS, the Titans have opened as a a five-and-a-half-point road favorite. In what world? The only explanation is that Vegas thinks Houston, with the division title locked up, with a playoff berth locked up, excuse me, that they're going to rest their starters, that, that, that Deshaun Watson isn't going to play, or at least won't play the whole game. Five-and-a-half-point road favorite, Tennessee Titans, has to be because Vegas is assuming that there will be rest. Now, the money uh, will change, the line will change as the money comes in over the course of the week, but to open as a, a road favorite, a favorite in any, in any situation, uh, won't play Fuller, says Puka. Probably not. Uh, Fuller also dealing with a hamstring. They... They this is setting up really well for them now. To play devil's advocate, maybe you look at the Texans and you say, "Why would they allow the Titans a, a walk into the playoffs when they know that they don't want to deal with the Titans in the playoffs?" Nobody wants to deal with the Titans. Legitimately, I think that nobody wants to deal with the Titans in the playoffs, assuming that they are healthy. Uh, what somebody asked if I will go uh, to. Uh, Sorry, the comment's coming in on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Will you go over our playoff scenario one more time? We win and we're in, correct? Or no, uh, the Steelers need to lose as well? No, because the Steelers lost to the Jets today. Your conference record, assuming that the Houston Texans uh, lose to the Tennessee Titans, your conference record will then supersede Pittsburgh's and you will be the sixth seed over Pittsburgh. You have to win, and Pittsburgh losing today helps facilitate that. Without Pittsburgh losing today, there would be no winning in. You would need additional scenarios on top of the win in Houston next week if Pittsburgh had not have lost today. But the Jets did you solid. The Jets did something that they have done, that they have not done uh, very many times this year. Only six times have they been competent and won a game. Today was one of those six. So shouts to the Jets if you're a Titans fan. Winning in, head to Buffalo for round one. Yeah, says Sean Love. Yeah, that would be that would be the plan. It almost seems too good to be true, says S. Wood Jr. eighty three. Uh, Hopkins. No, you would head to you would head to uh, no you would head to uh, I'm sorry you would head to New England. You would play New England. Um, no, I'm sorry. I've, I've got this all mixed up. That's my bad. You would face Buffalo if you go in as the sixth seed. That you have correct. That's my fault. If KC loses one, we lose. Pitt loses and Jags beat Colts. We go to Houston. First round, they can't play Buffalo, says Titans for life. Not, not a lot of people can play Buffalo. It just turns out like the, the Patriots can play Buffalo. And even then, they got pretty close. Uh, let us do winners and losers 
of the sports weekend here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Winners and losers of the sports weekend. Get in on the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. What, uh, who are your winners and losers from this weekend in sports? We do this at the end of every Sunday night primetime show here hanging out at Nissan Stadium. Give me your winners and losers of the sports weekend. I will give you mine momentarily right after I tell you about my friend Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is the website. Gary Ashton is the dude. Gary Ashton, obviously the dude, because he's the official realtor of the football team, of the hockey team, of Top Golf, of the soccer team, Nashville SC, and of me, because that's who I bought my home through, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Keegan Fisher was my realtor. You should ask for Keegan if you are calling Gary or if you are going to GaryAshton.com to either look at buying a home or look at selling your home because the Nashville real estate market is insane. I got in early. They helped me find the perfect home, the perfect situation, logistically close to the Titan Stadium and to the practice facility at St. Thomas Sports Park because that's what I need and certain specifications on top of that. GaryAshton.com is the website, the official realtor of everybody you care about. That includes me. That includes the football team. That includes the hockey team. Why wouldn't you check them out? GaryAshton.com. Winners, Titans, losers, Dallas, says Corey Roberson is Tristan Flies, winner of the sports weekend. Joshua Johnson says the Titans versus the Super, or versus the 49ers Super Bowl. I'm calling it now. Grizzlies turn the corner, and Ja Morant is for real, says Bradley. Oh, my God, Ja. <laughs> Did you see what Ja Morant tried to do to Kevin Love? Tried to steal that man's soul. And then I saw against the, it wasn't the Kings. Who Who's Willie Cauley-Stein play for now? I'm blanking. Who does Willie Cauley-Stein play for now because John Morant was screaming down the lane, going up for a dunk. Willie Cauley-Stein literally just pivots, got out of, got out of his way because he didn't want any of the smoke that Kevin Love caught in the face, even though John missed that, missed that dunk. John Morant is a ton of fun to watch. I'm looking forward to basketball season on the heels of football season because I can't wait to talk some Memphis Grizzlies. Hopefully Vanderbilt's good, the basketball's Hopefully, we can get some engaging conversation out of basketball season uh, here in uh, here in Nashville. Winners and losers of the sports weekend on the show. Timmy says Titans loser and winner because of the Jets, so they can be the winner and the loser. Loser of the year, Antonio Brown. Yeah, boy. Yeah, this is we should do honestly. Winners and losers of the sports year here on the show. I didn't think of that. That would have been clever, considering this is our last Sunday show. Uh, no, we have one more Sunday show. So we will have time to do a, uh, from Houston, we will have time to do winners and losers of the sports year next week. Auburn, 11-0, says Timmy Malone. Yeah, I know, I'm fired up about SEC hoops in 2019. I don't get my Indiana basketball, but I can uh, I can keep track of the, the SEC. Antonio, hands down, lo- Antonio, hands down, winner or, uh, winner or, I'm, I'm sorry, are MTL Titan, are you saying winner of loser of the year? I assume you we, you mean loser of the year because he made a uh, made a music video that he's putting out on Twitter uh, that I think is just entitled No More White Women, um, which I don't know why you would swear off all uh, white women. I don't know why you would swear off any women uh, if you're Antonio Brown. Uh, wait, I mean, Antonio Brown's married. So, I, you know, <laughs> I don't want to get into a compli- complicated situation, but... I would not swear off any women if I was Antonio Brown or whomever you choose uh, to uh, to consummate with. 
<laughs> Winners, predators, loser Isaiah Thomas says Todd on Facebook Live and on Periscope. My winners and losers of the sports weekend. I will give them to you now, right after I tell you, on the way out the door. Again, TennesseeTickets.com, promo code AZ10, no hidden fees, TennesseeTickets.com. Loser Jason Garrett, he gone, says Ben uh, B-E-G-M-K-T-G. Just a bunch of letters, it seems, thrown together there on Periscope. That's my loser, the Cowboys. Oh, my God, the Cowboys. The Cowboys are an embarrassment. The Cowboys under uh, Jason Garrett are pitiful. The Cowboys under Jerry Jones are hapless because if you have bad, if you have bad ownership, it trickles down. And Gary, uh, or excuse me, Gary, uh, Jerry, Jerry Jones, Gary Ashton does not yet own the Cowboys. It's still currently owned by Jason or Jason Garrett, Jerry Jones. But Jerry is the most, one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful owner in the sport. And also, he can't get out of his own way. Like, they do a good job to give that team talent. Jerry is general manager in name. I assume he has a decent staff around him to help that. Jerry's scurrying away like a rat, says Puka. Jerry Jones is... I wish that Jerry Jones uh, was in my life because I would enjoy covering Jerry Jones. But also, Jerry Jones and his football franchise need to be, until they get an actual coach who understands how to utilize the talent on the field and rather than just be Jerry's meat puppet that he has his hand shoved up his hindquarters and tells him when to talk and call plays, get Jason Garrett the hell out of here. Jerry Jones, the Dallas Cowboys, all of it into the sea. I'm tired of it. They get way too much coverage just because that damn star on the helmet. They don't play that good of football. It's certainly not exciting brand. Jerry Jones, Dallas Cowboys, Jason Garrett, all of them losers of the sports weekend. Vrabel to the Cowboys, says Simple Vol. Uh, no. <laughs> Mike Vrabel is hanging out here. Uh, I think Mike likes it here. And uh, I think that you guys will uh, will will grow to appreciate uh, Mike Vrabel because I think he's a good coach, even though you have the mental mistakes uh, that you see sometimes pop up in these games when he put in a position to go hero ball. Uh, hero ball. But get the Cowboys the hell out of here. Losers of sports weekend. A to Z Sports Primetime. We are talking winners and losers of the sports weekend here on the show, asking you guys for your winners and losers of the sports weekend. I gave you my loser. It's Jerry Jones. It's the Dallas Cowboys. My winner, however, uh, is the uh, my winner is Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, fantastic. Michael Thomas was as advertised. That kind of great. Michael Thomas here on this very field broke the single season receiving record 145 catches two touchdowns on the day I think he had two touchdowns if not he had one uh perhaps I'm thinking of the one that caught, got called back I should probably check the box score really quick uh he had one touchdown 12 receptions 136 yards he was tremendous Michael Thomas breaking Marvin Harrison's uh single season receiving record outstanding enjoyable to watch sick and tired of hearing about his damn record says barstool titans well tough beat him then like that you know i mean cry me a river uh it's incredibly impressive you you just you just you you stumbled into a rookie wide receiver in the second round that you are naked in the streets for and you don't want to hear about one of the best receivers in the in the sport right now come on stop that stop being so petty if you if 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 you don't want to hear that anymore stop him if you don't want to hear about it anymore beat him Played too much 
Uh, it says Barstool Titans. I'm not sure what he's talking about there. Or he or she, forgive me. I do not know the sex of Barstool underscore Titans. Uh, loser, Jerome Boger says Mega Nickster. Uh, Mike Thomas is the best receiver I've seen in person. Goodness, he deserved to break that record, says Darius. Yeah, winners and losers of the sports weekend here on the show. Michael Thomas, uh, without question, he is a black hole of receptions. He's a vacuum when it comes to catching of the football. He is my winner of the sports weekend. Barstool underscore Titan saying they are undecided on their gender, and that is perfectly fine. We accept you no matter what gender, creed, ethnicity, race, religion, color, whatever it is, you're welcome to hang out here with me every Sunday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Time, and I hope you continue to do so. Because this is our last show from Nissan Stadium, guys. I hope you had a good time with the, with the, with the coverage here from Nissan. We got one more game left to do, uh, and things will get back to normal. I'll be back in studio Tomorrow night to do winners, uh, excuse me, do Beast of the Week, courtesy of our friends at Tame the Beast. Support the people that support this show. That's Gary Ashton, GaryAshton.com, Tame the Beast, GetBeast.com, uh, and Tennessee Tickets, TennesseeTickets.com, promo code AZ10. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go home. I've spent roughly 12 hours in this stadium or in the footprint of Nissan Stadium at some point today. So it's time for me to uh, call it a night here and another season from Nissan Stadium uh, that was exciting. I had a good time covering Titans games at home. We got one more game to cover, and potentially into January, we'll find out what happens over the course of this week and heading into Sunday. But for now, fam, peace and love.